Hello and welcome to episode 49 of our podcast, Smart Consulting Sourcing, the podcast about consulting procurement. My name is Hélène and I'll be your host today. Each week, I'll give you the keys to better use, manage and source consulting services. This week, I'll give you five reasons why executives love to hate consultants. Last week, I explained how understanding the consulting market will help you source the right consultants. We saw that sourcing the right consulting firm is key to get the best outcomes from your consulting project. Understanding how consulting is structured will certainly allow you to improve the results of your sourcing efforts. I'm sure you've heard the saying, a consultant is someone who takes your watch away to tell you what time it is. There is a multitude of reasons why executives don't like to work with consultants. Some are based on their personal experience, some are just urban legends. A more balanced and professional approach will be much more mutually beneficial. Reason number one, some executives don't understand the nature of consulting. Unfortunately, some executives have never worked with consultants. Some companies just don't work with consultants as a rule. Some regions in the world are less accustomed to working with consultants too. And some functions within the organization are less likely to use the help of consultants. But more broadly, while executives tend to navigate across function in a company, they can have a narrow vision of consulting. If they started their career in operations, they will be very familiar with lean operations, operations excellence, or procurement consulting. But when they are moving to strategy, they might be less familiar with growth strategy, innovation, or market entry strategy consulting. Reason number two. Executives don't always see how consulting creates value. They might feel that they have the resources in-house to do the work or think consultants are just regurgitating what they told them and have legal expertise. According to Source Global Research, only 35% of executives say that the consulting firms they work with have added more value than their chicken fees. That's actually a disappointing statistic. But mark my words, high quality doesn't necessarily mean high value. An executive has to find ways to evaluate the impact of a project with objectivity. Reason number three. Working with consultants is for executives admitting that they can't do their work. And you know what? That's sometimes true. You bring in consultants because you don't have the right skills and expertise in-house or because your project is not going fast enough. But does that always mean that you're not doing your job right? Depending how the top management introduces the consulting team and how it will interact with the internal stakeholders, you might have a lot of resistance within your company. Reason number four, executives have the feeling that they are training the consultants. Most large consulting firms have a pyramidal organization where senior partners sell and young consultants deliver. As a result, the operational executives often feel that they are training what they call the school bus, an army of young and bright consultants. But all consulting firms are not organized the same way. Some offer, as a differentiator, more seniority and expertise in the field. Reason number five, consultants don't always deliver actionable plans. 
Another very common reproach made to consultants is to create a beautiful strategy, but not the actionable plan to execute it. Some consulting firms have specialized in the execution rather than the design of strategy. The real issue at stake is to know what's the best consulting firm for each stage of your project. So can we make them change their mind? Most of the reasons listed above come from two managerial mistakes, a negative perceptions about consulting and an inefficient consulting procurement capabilities. Working with consultants has great benefits and by no means represent a failure in execution. It's actually a way to accelerate business growth. The value created by a consultant, whether it's tangible, for instance, savings or increased revenues, or intangible, for instance, leadership or process optimization, can be measured and proven. You will need to educate your executives and top management to ensure they have a very clear an objective understanding of what consulting is and is not. Another step is to convince them that hiring consultant will not be considered as a failure of execution, but rather an acceleration. Don't oppose the consulting team to your internal teams, but rather encourage collaboration. Besides, Make sure your internal or former consultants don't engage in a competition with your external consultant to prove their value. First, nobody asks them to demonstrate who's the smartest cookies in the room. And second, both might end up losing sight of their objectives. Finally, you know that building a solid consulting procurement capability and measuring your provider's performance and acting on it will increase your team's satisfaction when working with consultants and positively impact the return on investment of your consulting projects. That's it for today. Next time, I'll explain how using the right compensation models can benefit your project. In the meantime, if you have any questions or want to learn more about what we do at Consulting Quest, just send me an email at elen.lafitte with two F and two T's at consultingquest.com. You can also have a look at our website, consultingquest.com. To know more about our book, our publications, and our services to improve your consulting sourcing. Bye, and see you next week. Au revoir.